full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Salveson. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like. The full court press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hello, season four or 18 or 19, whatever we're on. Is it loud? Uh, it's a little loud. Gee. <laughs> My headsets. I don't know where you're. Hey, Cody, you got dialed that- up over there. Uh, welcome to free agency 2021. Uh, officially starting now. Now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Uh, well, a minute ago. Uh, so you're going to start seeing these deals that magically are agreed upon right now. Like one of these. Um, are you serious? So we'll uh, we'll, be, <gasps> we'll be seeing what the Jazz are going to do. <gasps> and uh, what? What are you doing? Look. Are you serious? Okay. I can see. I'm. Is I got to pull up my phone here because you got your screen in front of well, you. Well, so you I gotta, said you have a laptop, so I wasn't going to bring my laptop. No, and you're not I need to be yet. doing that. Hey. Okay. So is that that's too much? Uh, it's less than what was first reported, a little more than what was revised. But yeah. So I would have rather took ex- the revised deal. Explain to everybody what you're even looking okay, at. Okay. Okay. So uh, first of all, well, let's do this. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. We are back officially uh, season four or not. Put your hands down. You're leaving in a week, dude. I'm excited. You're out of here. Whoa. Don't even, you know. Rude. Uh, yeah, it is rude. Um. <laughs> <laughs> We're excited for. We intern are excited. Cody. We are. I Thank know. You. He's getting elevated from intern. I'm to... bitter because I'm losing him, and that means I have to do everything again. <laughs> it's all on you, Ajay. <laughs> um. Anyways, welcome back to the Full Court Press, season four, season nineteen. If you're Eric uh, of the Full Court Press, so we're back to two hours. Uh, our text line is still here. Guild Mortgage sponsors our text line. I mean, big thanks to Guild Mortgage for being part of our show. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. We're back four to six every day, Monday through Friday. And the big news today is today is the first day for free agency, and you can officially spoke the 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 rule is you can officially start to speak with free agents today, starting at four o'clock. But as soon as the clock hit four, there's been an avalanche of deals that are already being proposed and agreed upon. So. Yeah, how that works, I don't know. Magically, they like pause time until they can negotiate back and forth, and then okay, we're good to go. Right at four, it's it's magic. But um, (laughs) so certainly for Utah fans, the eyes have been on Mike Connolly. Will the Jazz be able to keep him? Does Mike Connolly want to stay in Utah, or will he just test the open market because he's never been a free agent that's been recruited as a professional? And he still is not a free agent that's never been recruited for a professional. According to Shams, it is official. Mike Conley is returning back to the Utah Jazz. Three years, 68 million presidential flashcards back with the Utah Jazz. Wow. It's so too much. What, so too well, much. one of the early reports last week was three years, 75 million. Yep. And then they got revised three years, 60 million. So this has been 
bumped back up to three years, sixty-eight million. You say that's too much. I think that's pretty close to in line. I, Twenty million. That to me felt like, hey, that's great. I think that's a good deal for what he does and how he helps the team. Um, what do you mean he helps the team? He plays for like twenty-seven games of eighty-two. Because when he's on the court, his win values are higher than most anybody the Jazz have seen in a very long time. By the way, speaking of those deals that are done underneath the table and then announced at 4 o'clock, that one must have been done about three days ago. Because that was pretty quick. 4 o'clock. Hey, by the way, just spoke with Mike Conley. Uh, we uh, hurry and got a deal done. $68 million three years. So uh, it's $22.67 million a year. Yeah. And, uh, yes, I... There are legitimate concerns, and I'd agree with you about his his uh, ability to stay on the court. Like you don't help a team win if you're not available. But the thing is, it's not so much what the Jazz need out of him is 82 games because they're not going to get that. Hardly anybody plays 82 games anymore. But what the Jazz need is his health and availability for the postseason. He's been on the roster two straight years, and two straight years he's had injuries and he's missed time in the postseason. That's really hurt the Jazz. So I don't know if this team is going to turn over a new leaf about load management. The Jazz have never been big on that. They've never played that game, but it might be time for them to start seriously considering that, especially for Mike Connolly, and I would throw in there Joe Ingles. Yeah, I would imagine Joe Ingles now comes back. The uh, question is, I mean, we, we haven't heard anything official on that, so we're still kind of waiting hands to ears. But, uh, on what? Joe Ingles coming back for sure. He's not a free agent. Could they still trade He's him? He's still though? under contract. Could he be traded? Yeah. I, yes. And I think he will be traded. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he's... I think there's a bigger chance that he comes back, but I don't think it guarantees anything. You know... I'm just trying to understand. There's where a you're... better chance that Joe Ingles comes back than there was maybe two weeks ago. Yes, I'm saying that he still could be traded, though. There's that those rumors were out there before the uh, draft, and they didn't happen. Derek Favors ended up being the guy that that got uh, traded. Really, it's a salary dump to save money. But I think if Joe Ingles hasn't been traded yet, I don't think that he will be. Deals are uh, deals are still being made right now. In fact, uh, Eric, you ready to go through just a list of these really quickly? I don't know if you want to right now, but let's do it. Yeah, uh, Lonzo Ball has agreed to four years, eighty-five million dollars in the Windy City in Chicago to play for the Bulls. And I, you know what? That he was one of the other uh, point guards that was going to be heavy target for free agents. Yep. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody else tries to throw something else at him. But uh, how many years? Four years, eighty-five million. Oof a lot of money for that it's guy. It's a lot of money. Speaking of a lot of money coming from Dallas, guess what? Tim Hardaway Jr., four years, $72 million. Wow, that's overpaying right there. Uh, Boban Marjanovic, speaking of the Dallas Mavericks, has agreed to re-sign uh, with the Dallas Mavericks. Jimmy Butler has agreed to a maximum contract with the Miami Heat when the league year opens on August 6th. It will be a max contract for him. And speaking of the Miami Heat, uh, oh, by the way, that's According to Shams, it's a max contract in regards to four years, $184 million. And that's not all. In fact, I'm actually seeing the same thing 9463 is telling us. 
that uh, Kyle Lowry, the very wanted point guard, is headed to Miami as well. I think that Miami team is going to be pretty good. They're going to be a problem. That's yeah, exciting. They'll be yeah. good. It's yeah, exciting exactly. Miami team. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, so, yeah, again, uh, four years, $184 million or within that. And then the uh, for Jimmy Butler, excuse me. And then, of course, $68 million for Mike Conley Jr. I don't know if that includes incentives. I would imagine not. And speaking of, for, well, I guess not speaking of, but Alec Burks, a former Utah Jazz man, is going to head back to New York. It looks like he'll be uh, re-signing a deal. Yeah, I think he. Uh, I think he blossomed in New York. Yeah, I think me they too. Really I liked think he did how great. He I really liked their Alec system, in New York. how they used him. Yep, it was perfect. Yeah, it was a good good relationship. I'm happy to see Alec Burks doing well. Jamichael Green has agreed to a two year, seventy million deal to return to the Denver Nuggets, which includes uh, option in year two. Hey, that's the other thing. Do you think there's a year three player option for Mike Conley? He's got a three-year deal. But do you think year three is an option? Oh, I don't know. There's no way, right? Not for that short of a term. I hope not. I, re- I really hope Hard they did know. that right. I really hope they did that right. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, and did you see... Because we don't know the terms of the deal. Just kind of some very basics of the deal. We'll have Dan Clayton coming on here a little bit later on this hour. Great... Um, uh, writer and analyst of what goes on with the Utah Jazz. Uh, he's been great to have oh, on the dude, program in the so past. so much fun. Really kind of explaining some of the the, the minutiae and, and nuance, but not getting too into the weeds how he does it. So um, this is uh, – the, the bigger deals happen like right now no. and yeah. are going to unfold over the next hour, the but cra- there's still a lot to be done and, lo- and a lot to be decided for teams like the Utah Jazz. And there's some little details in there on how you can make – a deal and what might be available based on what's available to you, like a taxpayer mid-level exception. What does that mean and how do the Utah Jazz use it? So uh, we'll have uh, Dan Clayton on with us here at about 4.30 to kind of discuss the the uh, the deal with Mike Connolly and some of the other free agent deals going on in the NBA today. I can't wait, and man. I'm so excited. There's going to be a lot more to come. Uh, Chris Paul. So the following are still free agents. In fact, two of them had opted out of deals just yesterday. Out of their player uh, with their player option, they opted out. Chris Paul, Kawhi Leonard, Demar Derozan. By the way, Kawhi Leonard surprised me. Demar Derozan, Otto Porter Jr., Victor Oladipo, Dennis Schroeder, Evan Fournier, uh, Bobby Portis. Is that's another one that really surprised me? Danny Green, Andre Iguodala, Kelly Oubre Jr., James Johnson, Cody Zeller, Will Barton, J.J. Redick. Now with Kawhi Leonard and Chris Paul, and I think with a few others, they opt out of their. Um, their, their their player option, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to just put themselves on the open market. It allows them to renegotiate and get a different deal with the teams that they're already on. Kawhi Leonard, it's expected that he will resign with the Clippers, uh, and same with Chris Paul with the Suns, just under different terms of what they currently have. Sorry, I was just looking at some other stuff. No, I absolutely agree with you too. And again, there's I, I want to ask Dan about that. Like, how much adjusting does there adjustment does there have to be in um, in that regard? Restricted free agent Jared Allen has agreed to sign a five year, one hundred million dollar with the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's a re-sign. Five year, one hundred million dollars for Jared Allen. Hello, money. Wow. Oh, I was going to ask you, by the way, so speaking of Mike Conley signing, 
Uh, I mean, in terms of point guards being paid, it's a lower deal. It's on the lower half. It's only $68 million. How much does that affect guys like Chris Paul? Dennis Schroeder turned down $84 million, And now he thinks he's going to get paid more than that? Mike Colley just signed for 68 in Utah. Like, how does that affect him? How much does it affect him? Yeah, good question. Uh, if uh, if Chicago didn't get Lonzo Ball, they were probably going to go real heavy at um, at Schroeder. Schroeder, yeah. But there's also some speculation that he'll go to Washington because he could be reunited with his former coach um, and uh, Scott Brooks. So, but yeah, I don't. He's not going to get that kind of money. There's no way, and he's going to be asking for it. And everyone like that. Teams are going to look at him and say, "Dude, look at the market right now. Open your eyes. It's not even close to where you fit." Hundred million doesn't have your name written on it here. Uh, see, Alec Burks officially has agreed to a three-year, thirty million dollar contract with the New York Knicks. That's awesome. Good for Alec. Three years, how much? Uh, thirty million. So That's ten million pretty, a year. Okay, but he still get paid. Uh, speaking of the Knicks, Nerlens Noel is returning to the New York Knicks on a three-year, thirty-two million dollar contract. Dude, okay. they're saving some money. Yeah. Um, something else you to consider. Tony Jones put a nice piece together on The Athletic about some of the moves the Jazz have made over the weekend. Um, they did do their options with uh, Gerald Brantley and Trent Forrest, which puts them in, it creates, uh, I guess it makes them, excuse me, it makes them restricted free agents um, so that the Jazz can match any offer that, that they might get. Uh, they did not make that offer with Juwan Morgan, so he's an unrestricted free agent. That doesn't necessarily mean that the Jazz are out of play to retain him. Uh, they waived Matt Thomas. Remember, the Jazz used a future second-round pick to get him from Miami. And um, and then Tony Jones also reporting that the Jazz are unlikely to re-sign George Nyang, who is an unrestricted free free agent. I know you make that makes you really, really sad. You know, say. I'm so bummed out that I can't make fun of that guy anymore. Because he was a blast to make fun of. Man, I'm so grateful he played for the Jazz. We had someone to just rip on. He gave us unlimited content. Oh, dude. It was <laughs> so great. It was like JaVale McGee versus Shaq in the full. So, so Utah still has some significant needs, right? I mean, they need um, some more. They need more bodies, period. We can debate which positions need to fill those, uh, those spots. But um, there's a number of guys who will not be with the Utah Jazz next year. Yeah. Who were not re-signed or were traded like Derek Favors. So the Jazz have to make some other deals. Or do they leave things open and to see how things go to find somebody on the open market while the season's going, like they did with Ursan Ilyasova, which that's highly debatable how if that worked out or not. Two four one seven. Now how the crap did we get Jared Butler? <laughs> you mean you you trade your pick and you trade back. You don't trade forward, you trade back. And you still end up with Jared Butler. That was pretty impressive. Oh, that was amazing. Um, now, were other teams scared off because he had a heart issue, a heart condition? He had some other injuries, perhaps. Um, but um, this is this is a guy who outplayed a lot of guys that went ahead of him in the draft. Here's a guy who won an NCAA championship, who was a key part of that team. Who maybe if, if he didn't have these health concerns, would he be a lottery pick? Utah felt like he was a lottery pick type of player, and how he fell that far for the Utah Jazz to snag is uh, a little bit of a mystery. But 
lucky for the Jazz that he was there and available to him. I think the other thing I have to keep in mind here for those wondering about his health, he had to be able to pass a certain physical um, ability, a physical test to even be available for the draft. Like He had to go undergo certain tests and diagnostics from uh, from health officials to see if he would really even be healthy enough, available enough to play in the NBA before the draft. So he was cleared to participate in the draft and should be cleared to play for Utah. However, because of a procedural issue with how those draft picks got moved around and traded before the draft and during the draft, he will not be available in time for the Utah Jazz summer uh, league that will be taking that place in Salt Lake City. And I don't know if he'll be available for Las Vegas or not. So 9952 text in, Eric. Has the Jazz said anything about Azabuki's development to replace Favors off the bench? I have not heard anything. No, I haven't really heard much from him. I think him. they're keeping that hush at this point. Yeah, I think that they're, um, they've been monitoring him in his return. I think that he was making some good strides at the early part of the season until he had that bad ankle uh, strain. Um, and then I think they just were really slow with his bringing him back and his recovery, allowing it to heal fully. But um, he's going to get a, a lot of run this summer when they have a couple of games in uh, Salt Lake, and then when they go to Las Vegas, they're going to try to feature him a lot. By the way, uh, Tony Jones also reporting that Jazz may be tar targeting Eric Pascal from Golden State in a trade. In a trade? So Joe Ingles would go to Golden State. There's no way. Joe Ingles would be the guy to go. Interesting. I don't know who they'd give up for like that Golden State would have interest in. Besides Joe, yeah, that's a really that's interesting. I don't know, unless they're they package a couple of guys together, like Mie Oni and Elijah Hughes or something like that. But I don't know if Golden State would do that. No, not for. Yeah, you're right. Actually, to add to this, I've heard uh, Ben Dowsett. Sorry, says. To add to this, I've heard Moses Moody is a name the Jazz could also could be interested in if Golden State trade were to take place. Moses Moody. <laughs> Kendrick Perkins could not pronounce his name on draft night. It was comical. Dude, Kendrick Perkins can't pronounce a lot of things correctly. Well, Eric Pascal, six foot six, uh, power forward is his position. It's kind of undersized power forward, but sounds like he's you know that's more of like a um, Royce O'Neal. He's an undersized power forward, but he's a you know, three and D kind of guy. Hey, for what it's worth, um, Shams and Wolves are doing it again where they both report two different things. So Shams is saying that Mike's three year deal is sixty eight million. Woj is saying it's three years seventy two and a half mil. So I wonder if it's Woj is included if Woj's report if the incentives are included to raise that four and a half mil. Hmm. And that's just totaling. And Champs didn't put the whole entire incentive in there, either because he didn't have it or he didn't know. Well, it's always a little Three murky, years, right? Seventy-two and a half million is so expensive for him. I don't like. like am I crazy enough uh, to what, like that? What, is that too expensive? What for is him? Mike Connolly worth to you? Maybe ask instead of getting in this debate about okay. what his value is. Like, I, I'm curious for to, for your point of view. Like, how much? Should the Jazz pay? Well, how much is Mike Connolly worth? Three years, sixty million would have been wonderful. Three years, sixty million would have been beautiful and perfect. That would that would so, have been perfect. 
two million extra per year is too much. Is too much. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. It's more like two and a half. Sixty-eight million is just that's crazy. If it's seventy-two and a half, then we are absolutely just going crazy. If it's seventy-two and a half million, my gosh, that's a dumb contract. <laughs> I don't get it. Nine four six three. Pascal is best friends with Donovan. Good to know Donovan is getting involved with free agency decisions. I don't know if he's getting involved. Well, wait, is he a free agent or is he uh, under contract and the Jazz will have to trade to get him? Uh, no, I think he's in it. He's, he's under contract. That's the only way they would do a trade. So I thought you said that Tony was saying you were interested yeah, in a trade. Yeah, Tony was saying it would be a trade. I th and I would imagine I still think that is the case. I don't think he's a free agent at this time. Now I got to do my research just to make sure I'm not lying to myself. That's that's wonderful. Uh, da 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 da. Speaking of Mitchell, he just tweeted, "Let Mike Connolly out the house." Thanks, Mike. Crying emoji. He's uh, replying to the Shams report that uh, Mike Connolly has agreed to a three-year, sixty-eight million dollar deal to return to Utah. So he would be via trade, Eric Pascal. He's still got one year left of part of a rookie contract because he was that 19 draft pick at 41 in the second round. And he was three years, 4.2 million. So he's incredibly cheap to get a trade. So in saying that, I don't think Joe Ingles would be in that trade conversation. I would imagine. Joe would have to be a more value. It would prospect. be, it would be me. Oni. I think that's, I think you're right. I think it'd be Oni that'd be going. It would have to be Oni and something else. What else? It's I mean, not straight across. You just gave up a second rounder because you're dumb. Um, Cause they're desperate. It's, it's just dumb. It, it's desperate. You're right. You're absolutely right. It was desperate and it was dumb. Um, but so they don't have any draft picks to give up. So it's got to be players to maybe cash consideration, but that's, that's all I can think of at this point. Hey, something else to consider, um, which I think is significant. We're talking about Mike Connolly resigning with Utah. We can debate the terms of the deal, uh -huh. which I think is valid. We can have that debate. But there, there's an important signal happening here. Look what's happened with the Utah Jazz over the, just the last two seasons. Their highest profile free agents have all said, we want to stick around. We want to stay in Utah. Uh, started with Gobert. Signed his, his extension. Donovan Mitchell signed an extension to stick around. Mike Connolly reportedly si signing as a free agent to stick around with Utah. I think it signals that, that this is a team, this is a culture, this is a program that's worth sticking around for. Because we've seen it too often in Utah's history that Outside of John Stockton and Carl Malone, when players would start to be developed through the program and start to gain some status and became free agents, they would leave. No, it wouldn't happen to all of them, but it happened to a good number. But the last few and the most highest profile players on the Jazz roster who have become free agents or had the opportunity to become free agents have all agreed to stick around. So I think that speaks a lot to the management. I think it speaks a lot to the coach. And I think it speaks to the ownership that's been going on in some of their points of emphasis recently. So 
Um, we can debate the merits of what whatever the offer is for Mike, but I, I think that sound sends a strong signal to other players in the league that hey, Utah's a place worth sticking around at. A zero zero three text in says sixty eight to seventy two million. That's always kind of money. That was just the case. <laughs> uh, just shake the couches loose, and you'll get that at the Salveson House. <laughs> shake Reggie. Uh, let's see nine nine five two Clarkson stayed as well. He likes to mention. <laughs> it's true. Clarkson stayed. Jordan Clarkson stayed. No, that's true. Which is huge, by the way, for a guy of his caliber. That's a good. That's a very solid point. Yes, Jordan Clarkson should be considered in that. Yeah. Conversation. All right, we got to take a break. Coming back, we're gonna get to somebody who actually knows what the crap he's talking about in regards of money and Mike Conley and such and such and so on. It's Dan Clayton of Salt City Hoops. He's joining us next here on one hundred six nine FM, thirteen ninety AM, The Fan. This is Cache County Fire Chief Rod Hammer asking for your continued help. The state forester has determined that measures must be taken to prevent the ignition of forest and rangeland fires. Therefore, the following acts are prohibited. No building, maintaining, attending, or using any fire, campfire, or stove fire, including charcoal grills and barbecues, coal and wood-burning stoves and tent stoves, at homes and in developed camping and picnic grounds. There is an exception for devices using pellets, pressurized liquid fuel, or gas that include shutoff valves. They are permitted when used in an area at least three feet or more from flammable material such as grasses or pine needles. No smoking except within an enclosed vehicle, trailer, or building, a developed recreation site, or while stopped in an area that is paved or free from dry vegetation. No discharging or using any fireworks, tracer ammunition, or other pyrotechnic devices, including exploding targets. No cutting, welding, or grinding metals in areas of dry vegetation. No operating a motorcycle, chainsaw, ATV, or other small internal combustion engine without an approved and working spark arrestor. On behalf of all the firefighters in Cache County, we appreciate your efforts in preventing wild Les Olson Company realizes that having cutting-edge and dependable computer hardware enables the front line of your business to get the job done. They also help you play defense with the most sophisticated IT security products available. Create an all-star work environment with the latest IT products and best support in Cash Valley. Les Olson Company's managed IT is there for you all the way. Visit lesolson.com to learn more. Ascent Aesthetics is quickly becoming the choice of those looking for Botox, fillers, skincare, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical grade facials, and more. Doctors Blatter, Benyon, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat have assembled an incredible staff that want to meet and help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. At Ascent Aesthetics, it's always education first. Visit Ascent Aesthetics in their new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Go to AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com for more details. What's the deal with the Dan Patrick Show? Dan Patrick. You're still fighting for Tiki Barber to get in the Hall of Fame. I'm not even actually a fan of Tiki Barber, really, but his stats suggest he's a Hall of Famer. His stats blow away Marshawn Lynch. Okay, because that's the debate now. Marshawn Lynch is retired. Yes, he if Pete Carroll had just given the ball to Marshall on the run in, instead of throwing that pass, we wouldn't even it wouldn't even be a question that he's Hall of Famer. Dan Patrick, weekday mornings from seven to ten on Sports Talk Radio, one hundred six nine FM, thirteen ninety AM. The Fan. A diamond is forever and is perfect to represent your love. For those special occasions, give her a natural, one-of-a-kind diamond as unique as she is. Our exclusive brand, Need and Brilliant Diamonds, is both beautiful and affordable with quarter-carat diamonds starting at $499. 
We have hundreds of sparkling diamonds at our Integrity Price Guarantee with financing available. An investment for generations to come, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block at the sign of the clock. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also... Colin Cowherd. There's not as many smart people as you think. You know, it's just a reality. It'd be a no-brainer if you said, you know, hey, you got a chance to get uh, Wayne Gretzky on your team or you get a chance to have Michael Jordan on your team. Oh, we don't need him. You know, no thanks. We're, we're good. Yes, he is Wayne Gretzky and he is Michael Jordan. And um, he's right. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. <laughs> you know I'm right. We're doing it. I don't, okay, we can talk about it. I'm, hey. asking, I'm asking Dan. That's what I'm saying is that Dan's going to agree with me when, he, when we get him on. Uh, Dan Clayton with Salt City Hoops uh, joining us in just one second. Before we do that, though, yeah. chew on this, Ajay. Okay. Lonzo Ball signing with the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. And you were like laughing at the deal that they just yeah. gave him. <laughs> we should. Okay, this is according to StatMuse. Okay. Lonzo Ball last season made more threes than Trey Young, Paul George, Bradley Beal, Chris Middleton, Devin Booker, Seth Curry, and LeBron James. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to take their word for it. It doesn't sound right that he took more threes, or excuse me, made more threes than Trey Young. Or Bradley it, Beal. Okay, Dre I Young, know his game is developed. Trey Young is a guy who gets to the hoop. LeBron James is a guy who gets to the hoop. Seth Curry is like once in a blue moon where he shows up and plays well. Who else? Devin on, Booker. Okay, Devin Booker. Chris is a Middleton. One. Chris Middleton's a mid-range guy. Mid-range guy. Mm. Okay. All I right. just know that he's. He, I have to give Lonzo credit though. He has really worked on his game and his shot. Uh, good for him. Yeah, that he got that, that is deal. Massive for him. All right, joining us here on the Full Court Press, look, we, we we have an expert who understands the financial regards of everything NBA-wise, and we're grateful to have him as a regular on this show. It is of SaltCityHoops.com, Dan Clayton. Dan, my man, how are you? Ajay, I'm good, but I got to tell you, I heard some of that crosstalk. I think you're going to be disappointed. I think I'm taking Eric's side on this. No! No! Yes, thank you, okay, Dan. Okay, okay, here is, <laughs> here is where the argument comes in. Mike Conley has agreed, according to ESPN and Woj or whoever, three years, $72.5 million. Is it too much for Mike Conley, a guy who plays 50-something games? I'm going to throw my case in here. A guy who plays 50-something games, can't stay healthy. Is it too much? Do you agree with me or do you agree with Eric that it's a good contract? Okay, a couple of things. Number one is I've... I've heard some stuff. I don't think that 72.5 is fully guaranteed. It sounds like the Jazz were able to get some concessions in that third season so that if Conley, you know, if, if he still has health problems at that point in his career, they can, they can get out of that for less than four Okay. Now. I, think, I think, look, low to mid-20s on a, on a per-year basis for an all-star, and Mike Conley is an all-star, I am fine with that. I, and in fact, I guess here's how I would respond to you, Ajay. Like, okay, yes, Mike Conley in this most recent season, his age 33 season, missed 21 games due to injury. And, the, and it hurt the Jazz. Like, the Jazz were barely able to hang on to the number one seed because of that. 
Do you, do you want to guess how many games Chris Paul missed during his age 33 season because of similar hamstring issues? Oh, man. Uh, 24. Really? 24. And now he's 36, and he just led a team to the NBA Finals. So I, I just think with injuries, you got to, like, sometimes we as fans just got to chill out and relax and realize, like, we're not doctors. We don't know. Like, injuries come and go. Um, yes, there are certain types of injuries that, that can tend to be more chronic and they can, you know, they can haunt a guy for longer periods of time. The Jazz have certainly lived that with some of the players that they've, um, you know, selected and, and signed in recent years. But like Conley is a really good player. Conley is a player who helps the Jazz unlock a completely different level. And I think that's just, you, you got to pay for that. You got to pay, you know, if you, if you want a, Tesla Model Y, you're not going to get it by paying Toyota Tercel prices. No offense to the good people at Toyota. <laughs> you, you know, stuff costs what it costs. And, and you know, Mike Conley is a really good player, and, and he helped elevate the Jazz to a really, really good team. Okay, so we've also had this debate about, and we're, I'm curious to see how this would play out in free agency, and, and I think that 2020, 21, kind of an anomaly season because of COVID and travel it was different and all the other restrictions that the teams had with them and in the off season, but and it shortened off season. But one of the questions that we've had was would teams value availability mm. more than ability? But I think what we're seeing here is that they still value ability above all. Is that safe to say? Well, I mean, I, I think you touch on a great point, Eric, which is that this season in particular was weird, right? So the games were more compressed because they they got a late start, but they were still trying to wrap things up and finish, A, in time for the Olympics, and B, so that they could get back to a regular calendar for this upcoming season. So that meant that, you know, almost every week was like a four-and-six-night stretch or a five-and-seven-night stretch, and, and that put a lot of strain on on particularly the 30 and up crew like Mike Conley. So I think that certainly factored into how, to how teams um, weighed the, the, the conundrum that you're talking about, which is, you know, would you rather have a, a really good player available for 80% of the season, or would you rather have an okay player available for, you know, the entire season? I think in the Jazz's case, again, what it comes down to is this. Like, we've seen the Jazz field a lot of different versions of teams over the last 10 years that were, like, almost contenders. Mike Conley, as soon as he got to the Jazz and, and got healthy and, you know, that first season was was weird because he missed a bunch of time. And then by the time he was healthy, Boyan Bogdanovich had a hurt wrist and he couldn't play. And plus the Jazz made a trade in that season and brought Jordan Clarkson in. So just the, the main guys that year, that Mike Conley's first year in Utah, didn't really have a lot of time together. But, you know, this second year, the Jazz – you know, raced to 59 wins. They were absolutely a contender. They were a team that had Donovan Mitchell not re-injured his ankle in the second round, had had Mike Conley not tweaked that hamstring. They would have been, you know, able to compete in a series with anyone. I'm not going to pretend like I know for a fact that they'd be throwing a parade in downtown Salt Lake City right now and hanging the banners, but they were in a position to contend because Mike Conley unlocked a level that you know, the Ricky Rubios, the, the George Hills, all of the other point guards that they've tried in, in various iterations of this jazz team over the last several years. Um, you know, Mike was the perfect complement to who Donovan Mitchell is growing into as a super duper star and to what Rudy Gobert is as, as, you know, maybe not a traditional superstar in that sense, but someone who's probably a, a top 10, 12, 15 
impact guy in terms of being able to impact wins. Ingles uh, survived the trade deadline, but do you think that he's a permanent jazz man, or you think he's still hanging in limbo if uh, things get kind of crazy and the Jazz want somebody else? Oh, the Jazz can absolutely still, you know, can can still make trades this summer, and and you know, I think Ingles because um, because he's set to make thirteen million this season on an expiring contract, um, and and you know, relative to his age and what he can contribute, I think that's. That's something they'll look at if trading him can can get them, you know, an upgrade they would certainly take. But even if it gets them kind of a lateral move that saves them some money, I think that's something they may consider because obviously they're, you know, as presently constituted, we're looking at like, you know, a $200 million roster based on salary and, and luxury tax combined. So I think, you know, they'll look at scenarios that involve Ingles. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily think Boyan Bogdanovich... Royce O'Neal or even Jordan Clarkson are off the table either. I think wow. all of those guys are, um, you know, subject to hearing their names on, uh, you know, in the trade rumor mill. And, and that doesn't mean that a trade is coming, but um, I, I kind of think, honestly, if you were to put me on the spot, I think it's more likely than not that the Jazz still do have one more trade coming this off season, at least one more trade. Um, and that probably means one of those four guys we just mentioned, Ingles O'Neal, Bogey or Clarkson, I, I think probably one of those guys is going to be forwarding their mail soon. But but that's just my guess and my hunch based on kind of the salary sheet and then, you know, things I hear about um, just the things that they might try to add some more talent around their, their three all-stars. Dan Clayton with Salt City Hoops. And Dan, as I've been – the lead-up to uh, the, the draft and then with free agency – uh, reading a couple different publications, including your own, uh, I, I see references to TMLE and MLE. So the taxpayer mid-level exception and the mid-level exception. Help help us all understand the difference between those two and what do they mean? Yeah. So basically, um, you know, the NBA is is what's called a soft cap league, which means that there is a salary cap, but almost no one stays below it. It's <laughs> it's a cap that you can exceed. In a, in a number of ways, the most notable exception is you can you can always sign your own free agents, even if you're over the salary cap. But another exception that the NBA makes available to teams so that they can continue to improve their roster, even if they're above the salary cap, is what's called the mid-level exception, the MLE. So there's a, diff, there's a version of the MLE for teams who are just over the salary cap, but they want to sign another guy. It's what the Jazz used to sign Derek Favors last year. It was between 9 and $10 million. But for teams who are above the luxury tax line, which means they're spending so much that the NBA tries to just make it a little bit more difficult for them, for these teams to add talent because they just want to kind of even the playing field. Those teams don't have the full mid-level exception available. They have a mini MLE or a taxpayer MLE of this year. It's going to come to just under 6 million. It's going to be about 5.9 million. So now that the Jazz have retained Mike Conley, that pushes their team salary past the luxury tax threshold and means that they will certainly have the, the, the best asset at their disposal in terms of signing free agents will be that $5.9 million exception. That's basically what they have as they, as they step into the free agent market from this point forward. They also have the rights to re-sign their own guys, although Tony Jones of The Athletic is reporting that it's not likely that they keep George Niang, um, last year's ninth man, and you know they have some other free agents, but they're kind of you know, guys around the fringes. So I think their best tool right now is that is that mini mid level, the the five point nine million dollar taxpayer exception. 
And the the players that could be available in that range that that might be able to help Utah continue to be competitive in the West and be a, a title contender. Are there many? Well, you know, it depends. So, like, we're talking about a league where, like, TJ McConnell, who's like an okay player, just signed a three-year, thirty-five million dollar deal. So, what that tells you is that, like, a six million dollar player is probably not someone who's going to impact your win total a bunch. But what you do see sometimes, Eric, is you see a guy who's probably better than that in in absolute terms. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but he likes the situation. He likes the opportunity to contend. Maybe it's someone who's already made a bunch of money in their career, and now they, they're just looking for a place that they can go help a team that's close to winning a championship get over that hump. So I think that's what you're shopping for mostly if, you, if you've got the taxpayer mid-level exception. You're looking for someone who, in a normal environment, would probably make eight figures, but he's going to settle for less because he likes what you're building. So one example is you know, the Lakers, according to reports, are out there trying to lure Danny Green, who Danny Green just came off like a $15 million deal. He's a, he's a very good player. His teams are always really good, partially because he just brings so much to the table on defense and, and with his shooting. Um, so, you know, if, if the Lakers can get a $15 million player in Danny Green to sign with them for six, then I think the Jazz are looking for something kind of similar. The, the names that we've heard today are names like Rudy Gay, um, you know, another guy who he's made his money. He's been a star in this league. He's, he's now at the later stages of his career, and he, he'd probably be okay leaving some money on the table if it's a chance to go play for a championship. Otto Porter is another one. He's still pretty young. But because he's had injuries the last couple of years, he's looking for a chance to maybe reset and kind of reestablish his name. So, so he might take less money if it means a chance to play in a high-profile situation where he'll be on TV a lot and be playing deep into the playoffs. So that's probably about what you're hoping for is, is someone like that who, who can really help, but for whatever reason, they're, they're not going to go out to, the, to some cap space team and, and you know take a big deal from a team that is not contending for much and and they'd rather play for a team like the jazz that that with the right moves could stay right in that western conference mix dan clinton of south city hoops where you can find his article on saltcityhoops.com called follow the benjamins who can spend uh, in 2021 the free agency update it does a great 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 job i think even david Locke got you a shout out dan that's pretty cool yeah dave uh david and i are you know, we we were colleagues back when I was doing jazz radio stuff on on Spanish radio, and, and it's nice of him to occasionally uh, shout us out. But yeah, we're we're tracking all of the free agency movement. Um, I have an article on there with a, a little jazz thought for literally every single available free agent, and then the companion piece to that is the one you mentioned, where we're keeping track of with what teams have left to spend, and I'll be updating those in the coming days as as teams make commitment to different guys. So. Definitely go to saltcityhoops.com and bookmark those pages. And as the next few days develop, we'll be keeping an eye on, on who still has money and, and who's out there that could potentially help the Jazz or the other 29 teams in the association. How impressed are you with the New York Knicks? They've been able to spend about $20 million on two different guys, Noren Noel and, of course, a former Jazz guy, Alec Burke, with still $40 million in cap space available. How much of a player can they be in some of these major free agents this summer? Yeah, I mean, they started the offseason. They they could have, if, if they'd gotten the right meeting with the right couple of players, they could have gone into free agency with two max slots, meaning they could have they could have gone to two superstar players and said, hey, tell your buddy, come here and play together. The problem is there, there weren't really 
there weren't really superstars or not that many of them in this free agency class. The biggest names in this free agency class were um, Kawhi Leonard and Chris Paul, who are widely expected to stay with their incumbent teams, the Clippers and the Suns, respectively. So, um, so you know, the, the Knicks had some had some decisions to make about how to spend their money. It looks like largely they will they'll try to lock up some of their own guys, like you just mentioned. They're also supposedly preparing to make Evan Fournier a big offer. Um, that's notable for the Jazz because while I do think Fournier is probably too good of a player to take that that $6 million exception. Um, he's also close personal friends with Rudy Gobert. So he's someone to watch just because, you know, there's a chance Rudy might've said to him like, Hey buddy, let's come over here to Utah. We'll, we'll win some championships together. But if, if New York is preparing an offer for him and, you know, the 17, $18 million range, I can't see him passing that up. So, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll see what New York is up to, but they definitely, along with, um, you know, the, the Spurs have the ability to create a lot of cap space, and there's one other team that I'm blinking on right now. There, there are three teams that basically can, can still go out and sign a major free agent outright if, they, uh, if that's what they choose to do. Um, yeah, the other one is OKC, but OKC is rebuilding. So they will more likely, instead of spending that on free agents, they'll probably use that to try to generate assets and, and um, you know, like let, let teams – dump salary and kind of rent their cap space in exchange for assets. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Hey, uh, last question for me, Dan, um, your thoughts about the, the pick of Jared Butler out of uh, Baylor jazz trade down in the draft to get him uh, one. How's the jazz are saying this is a great player should have been a lottery player, but if he was, why was he available at 40 and then just, will he help solve some of the jazz needs? So the draft experts I trust, I, I'm, I'm admittedly not a big draft expert because I spend too much time obsessing about the NBA to really follow the college game closely. But the people I trust basically are, are really bullish on Jared Butler and, and think he's one of those rare rookies who, who could come into the NBA and contribute right away because he's, he's someone who the things he does well are things that every NBA team needs. It's not like he's some guy who was you know, leading his college team with 30 points per game and then suddenly gets to the NBA where he's his team's ninth best player and has to, you know, has to figure out how to play a role. He's a guy who already <clears throat> has sort of been making his, making his name on defense and spot up shooting. Um, he can create a little bit out of a pick and roll, but to answer your question about why he, uh, why he slid really from being considered a lottery talent earlier on in the year, to being picked 40th by the Jazz last week, um, you know, a lot of it is health concerns. So he has a, a heart problem that the NBA has looked at. Um, the, the NBA has a panel of doctors that before they let a guy declare for the draft, they look through any health issues and, and determine whether a guy is fit to play. The last thing the NBA wants is somebody, you know, developing a really serious health problem because of their NBA career. So the NBA, uh, the NBA's fit to play panel reviewed Jared Butler's heart condition and and said that he should be fine. He should be should be healthy enough to have a long and productive NBA career. But obviously, that's just something that was scary enough to make a lot of teams think twice. And the Jazz feel like they were the beneficiaries of that because they feel like they got a really good player late in the draft and uh, you know someone that I think they're penciling in for you know, kind of a borderline rotation role. I think, I think Jared Butler's going to see the court this year, which not every second round pick does, right? Elijah Hughes was last year's second round pick and the Jazz barely, 
barely put him on the hardwood, but uh, but Butler, I think they view as someone who who can help right away because um, he excels in some of those areas uh, that that you want your role players to be good at. Dan, before I let you go, Chris Paul's agreed to stay on a four-year, one hundred twenty million dollar contract in Arizona to play for the Phoenix Suns. Kyle Lowry is headed to the Heat. Who's on the better end of this deal? Well, again, you know, Chris Paul just led a team to the NBA Finals. He opted out of a, of a forty-four million dollar final year of his contract to sign to sign that deal, which which would be an average of thirty. So, so to me, that sounds like Phoenix kind of got a deal. I think they got someone who was like Finals MVP candidate worthy um, on a discount. So good for Phoenix, and mm-hmm. you know, obviously, Phoenix is one of those teams that the Jazz are going to have to deal with in the Western Conference for you know probably at least a couple more years while Chris Paul is is still good and and somewhere near the top of his game. Dan, you're one of the best. Thank you so much. We'll be looking forward to seeing your updates on articles and on social media. It's Dan Clayton of Salt City Hoops. Enjoy the rest of free agency. All right, take it easy, fellas. All right, buddy. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, always great analysis on uh, on their site. He's so dang good. (laughs) The the spreadsheets that they're putting together to track all of this. Have you seen the website? Oh, yeah. Dude, it's ridiculously awesome. Yes. Dan Clayton of Salt City Hoops. We're going to take a break. Coming back, we'll wrap up the first hour. Don't you go away. Don't change the radio dial. We're back for hour number two. It's all coming up on the football press. But wait, there's more. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. What now, Chris Paul? He can opt out. He could become a free agent. He could stay there. I'm not somebody who says you should give him 30 plus million for three years because the reality is he didn't play against the best of the best to get to the NBA Finals, and eventually the NBA Finals wore him down. That's just the reality of it. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. And the winner is... Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. Voted best appliance dealer in northern Utah. This is Jay at Daryl's Appliance. We sincerely thank you, Cash Valley, for your vote. We want to share more great news by introducing the newest member of our Scratch and Dent family, Whirlpool. That's right. We now carry Whirlpool-made appliances at Scratch and Dent prices, always backed by our exclusive two-year warranty and our famous Daryl service team. Come check us out today. Daryl's West on Airport Road. Dan Clayton always has great stuff. Are you saying that just because he he agreed with you about Mike? No, that always makes me like him more, but uh, it doesn't discount (laughs) the other quality stuff that he's done. No, dude, it's incredible. Again, saltcityhoops.com, all his free agency stuff. David Locke gave it a nice little uh, recommendation for everybody. I've been actually looking at it, and it's great. I mean, it really does lock down every free agent that is possible. And, of course, Kawhi Leonard's not going to come to Utah. Chris Paul is... Officially not coming to Utah. DeMar DeRozan won't come to Utah, but it's good to see what they, how logical it is to to see him as our again. Chris Paul, 120 million, four years in the uh, side of uh, Arizona to play Phoenix, and Kyle Lowry headed to Miami Heat. Boy, that makes Heat really good. You know, you think about Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry. They've got a lot of good weapons over there. If they can put them together. Bam in one out piece, of bio. Oh man, Duncan, offensively they're going to be an absolute hero. monster to deal with. Yeah, they're gonna be good. It's a good club. Uh, it's a couple of guys that Jazz might still be interested in. I don't know if they'll be able to afford them. Uh, Bobby Portis certainly raised his profile, especially how he played in games five and six in the NBA Finals for the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, Otto Porter Jr. still has some years on him. He's been overpaid, um, but uh, he may still, you know, be able to. The Jazz might be able to afford him, but he still may be a little bit too expensive. Um, but uh, you know, there's there's still plenty of guys out there that uh, sitting there trying to figure out what to do. Teams are first going after the biggest targets 
today, and then it starts to kind of coalesce in the coming days for those guys that really in that range of the Jazz have money left to spend, which isn't a ton. Uh, they still have several roster spots to fill, so there could be some deal where they send somebody to another team and get a couple guys back in return. Um, so the Utah Jazz are not done by any means. No, not even close. Absolutely not even close. Hey, do we still have our pick six results? Yeah, we do have those. Do we want to run through those really quickly, or do we want to wait till the second hour? Um, I think we should. Yeah, you can go for it. You Unless freaking we know the results, don't you? You know the results, Me? don't no, you? No, I don't yes, know the results. Yes, you do. I don't. I'm watching you guys eyeball each I other. I don't. I was, the eyeball was if we have enough time, and if you keep talking, we're not going to. Well, okay, that's number probably one, the reason why. France versus Iran. I lost. This men's basketball. Rudy Gobert rebounds. Line was set at 10 and a half. He actually had four. Oh, my gosh, dude. He I is took so the bad. under. He is so bad. You took the over. He sucks. Why do we even have him on our team? Okay, women's basketball. USA, back. USA versus Japan. You might get that. <laughs> USA versus Japan, uh, Sue Bird assists. Set the line at five and a half. She actually had six. Uh, I took the under. You took the over. Okay, so now we're tied, one apiece. Gosh, it's so dumb. USA versus the Russian Olympic Committee, which is such a weird name. Uh, women's volleyball. Uh, pick the winner. Uh, I went with Team USA. You went with the Russians. Russians won three nothing. Um, in baseball, thank you. In baseball, you Darvish on Saturday versus the Rockies. Runs given up. Give up five runs. The over-under was three and a half. We both took the under, so nothing there for us. Uh, so Rays, am I still leading 2-1? You're still up 2-1. Rays versus Red Sox on Sunday. You'd said Rays by two and a half. Cody, why are you looking at me? I took I, the over. You. you took the under, and you got that correct. Oh. 3-1 lead. What up? There we go. I was waiting for that. And then finally on Sunday... No, excuse me, Saturday was the Giants and the Astros. Who would be the winning pitcher? Alex Wood, Zach Greinke, or Other? We both said Alex, and it was Other. Jay Jackson was the winner. Uh, so it comes down to I had one, Ajay had three. Doesn't even come down to the tiebreaker. Well, you would the tiebreaker have won, anyways. What you the would tiebreaker? have won that as well. USA versus Czech Republic. Uh-huh. Pick the score. You said 106 to 80. Uh, this, the final score was 119 to 84. I said 192. You would have won the tiebreaker as well. Hey. Congratulations, you know what that Ajay. Means? You have to wax it your chest. It Give wasn't me. a pick six debacle. You have to get your chest waxed. You won with a, that was with a the healthy deal. margin. I spin the will fate, and you have to get your chest waxed. It's a rarity around here. And we here. have to film it. We get to film it. Cody will be filming it, by the way. Hey, coming oh, up next okay. hour, we're going to talk to uh, and get some insights on the new uh, football coach at Mountain Crest. Coach Kearns, new area there, Mountain Football. See how that goes. Get his thoughts on uh, the upcoming season, which they start next Friday. I guess all Region 11 teams start next Friday. Throughout the week, you'll hear from all the Region 11 coaches. Uh, coach Travis Cox tomorrow. Coach Onder will be there. Uh, you'll hear from him. Uh, coach Wise over at Bear River. Everybody else. Involved yeah, working on these uh, interviews with the head coaches because yeah. it's hard to believe it's here. A lot of these teams have scrimmages on Friday and then the first games the following Friday, August 13th, and on our family of radio stations, we'll have all of the games covered here on our Cash Valley Media Group family of stations. One hour more coming back.
I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. You can view NBA player movement in one of two ways. You can call it disappointing because players don't stay in one place throughout their careers. Or it's exciting because almost every team is up for a drastic change after every season. Let's face it, the world champion Bucks would probably be making big moves today if Kevin Durant's toe wasn't on the line in the Eastern Conference semis. Free agency, which starts tonight at 6 Eastern, means it's time for everyone to reevaluate, not just because of the players that are available, but teams have to show their best players that they're serious about building a contender. We'll have to watch what happens with the Blazers and Dame Lillard and the Wizards with Bradley Beal. Can the Pelicans add talent to help Zion? Can the Warriors bolster their roster to make another run? What will the Sixers do with Ben Simmons? Will the Lakers make another move? Who knows if anything is actually going to happen as free agency gets started. But it certainly seems like anything is on the table in the NBA. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Remember the saying, if you love something, set it free. If it doesn't come back, it was never yours to begin with. When it comes to your identity, the folks at LifeLock are calling BS. All those nights working overtime, saving up that money, paying off all the debt, and now some identity thief wants to try to set it free? It's crazy talk, right? That's why LifeLock by Norton helps monitor your information and alerts you to potential identity threats. And if you do become a victim, a dedicated U.S.-based specialist will be there to help fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But when identity thieves try to take what's yours... You don't have to take it lying down. Save up to 25% off your first year. You just have to call 1-800-LIFELOCK, or you can go to the website. You can go to lifelock.com. Make sure you use the promo code PATRICK. So 1-800-LIFELOCK, or go to lifelock.com. Make sure you use the promo code PATRICK for up to 25% off. LifeLock. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Frenson and AJ Selvison. I'm going to have to put a one right here, right, Eric? So it's not expired. <laughs> I didn't notice yes, that. Yes, you did. Luckily, I'm a good forger. <laughs> I honestly did not notice that. Here you go. Sir, this, this expired, expired in 1992. What are you doing here? <laughs> no, that's that's 2092. <laughs> Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Les Olson Company realizes that having cutting-edge and dependable computer hardware enables the front line of your business to get the job done. They also help you play defense with the most sophisticated IT security products available. Create an all-star work environment with the latest IT products and best support and cash value. Les Olson Company's managed IT is there for you all the way. Les Olson IT. Visit lesolson.com to learn more. Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. what you need to know. The NBA free agency period, it is on fire right now. We'll say that teams can have a current cap of $112 million, but a lot of signings. Jimmy Butler agreeing to a max deal to stay in Miami. That'll be worth five years, around $184 million. He'll be joined by Kyle Lowry, who's going to be a part of a sign-and-trade deal between the Heat and Raptors. That's reportedly going to be a three-year contract. Duncan Robinson also staying in Miami. 
five-year, $90 million contract. Lonzo Ball, part of a sign-and-trade deal with Chicago. He agrees to a four-year, $85 million deal. Goes to the Bulls. Tomas Sadoransky, Garrett Temple, second-round pick, goes from Chicago to the Pelicans. Chris Paul is going to stay in Phoenix, according to Yahoo Sports, agreeing to a four-year, $120 million deal. Campaign agrees to a three-year, $19 million deal to stay with the Suns. And Cleveland won in Toronto 5-2. I'm Ralph Irvin. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and R.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. What's up, everybody? Eric France and Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. You sound really upset that we're at now hour number two again. Hour number two. Oh, don't act We're all. back. You sound ticked. It's I good to be back. Ticked. I am not ticked. It's great to be back. I love it. It's like riding a bike. It is so good to be back to our listeners who are just jumping in the car and they're like, oh, I gotta listen to Chris Broussard, who's got sauces. Chris Broussard's got sauces telling him things. Nah, it's uh, Eric France and Ajay Salveson. Hour number two, the Full Court Press. We're back for two hours. God bless you all for uh, hanging uh, through the summer of boredom. We're back with a saucy, saucy show. Uh, 435-339-0321 to text in our Gill Mortgage line. 435-339-0321 to text in. Say hi. I'm pretty proud. We talked to a bunch of you in a long time. So text in. Say hello. Let's, uh, let's talk some NBA. We'll talk some Olympics. By the way, did you see the uh, the story about the Mexican softball team? No. So they took like all like the bathroom stuff and the bedding right from the Olympics, and I guess a soccer player or somebody found their jerseys in the in their trash can that they threw their jerseys in the trash. What? And then they come out and they said, well, we just had too much. They took the bedding? Like, yeah, they took the bedding, but then they left the jerseys there. And their excuse was, well, we were just having to pack too much. And so we had to prioritize it. (laughs) So you threw your jerseys in the trash. Wow. And you took the bedding. Do you not have bedding at home? Well, the other weird thing, um, this has happened before, but it just seems like it hasn't happened in quite a while. But there was an athlete, uh, gosh, now I can't remember what sport she competes in, but there's a... It might have been track and field. I don't know. I don't remember. Shoot, I have to look it up. Okay. But um, she uh, competes for Belarus. Okay. And uh, she'd been a little bit critical of her coaches, and they uh, it was time for them to go home. They come and get her out of her room, taking her to the airport, and once she gets to the airport, she she takes off running. And she's like, I'm not going back home. I'm not going to Belarus. So she's trying to find like asylum or something. It was like kind of a scene, I guess. What? Yeah, dude. Olympics just do weird things to people. Well, uh, for some people, the, going to the Olympics is there a way to get out of their out country, of the country and escape what's going on there? So, yeah. Uh, two seven eight seven. He says hour number two. So what you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Two seven eight seven. You tell me. Uh, how about we talk about uh, this little little announcement from earlier this afternoon? You know what? Eric, should you play this clip? I'm not leaving. I don't think Mike Conley would edit this. 
So that's um, Mike Connolly's face superimposed, and he says, I'm not leaving. Wait, that's not the whole clip, though, right? No, I didn't play the whole yeah. clip, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, smart idea. But Mike Connolly saying on Twitter, I'm blessed to continue this journey with the Utah Jazz. Lots of exclamation points. Hashtag take note. Hashtag no way but up. I love how you had to read the hashtags. Eric, so we, we, we talked a little bit about this, and we are kind of joking about it as well. Chris Paul, four years, $120 million in Phoenix. Mike Conley, three years, $68 million in Utah. Who gets the better end of the value, Mike Conley or Chris Paul? Because Chris Paul is going to play more games than Mike Conley in three years. By the end of three years, Chris Paul played more games than Mike Conley. So Chris Paul and Mike Connolly earning really kind of similar money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Paul's deal is longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Chris Paul gets the better deal because he's not going to play that much after the second year of that contract. I would say the same thing about Mike Connolly. Yeah, Mike Connolly's th- about three years younger than Chris Paul. Yeah. But he's dealing with more injury issues, uh, which is, is crazy. He? Yeah, Chris Paul's had his fair share of injury issues. Mike played like three games in the playoffs and set out the rest of them because of a hamstring. I mean, which has happened to Chris Paul as but, well. But it's happened more to Mike Conley in his career than it has Chris Paul. Uh, I don't know. And, Chris has had his fair share. And of And here is the other part: Chris Paul tell you went vegan. Chris Paul took his team with less talent to an NBA Finals than Mike Conley did with Utah Jazz. Mike Conley had well, more talent, and Chris Paul had less talent, and he took his team to an NBA Finals as a two seed. Uh, and I think his health made a big part of that. I think if Mike Connolly plays, it's a very different story that we're talking about. I, I agree with Dan. I don't, really? I'm not here to declare that the Jazz would have won a championship, but they would have gone deeper than what they did. Interesting. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I saw a campaign. I uh, also uh, re- agreed to re-sign with the Phoenix Suns. So maybe we go over all the deals again just to make sure everyone's up to date on on everything that's going on. Um Oh my gosh, I just saw a tweet from when Chris Paul is done at 40. This is from Dan uh, Hilly. He will have made more than $446 million from NBA contracts. Oh my word. Dude, God bless the NBA and its Ooh. cap. Uh, let's see. Sterling Brown has agreed to a deal with the Mavericks. Boy, they're spending a lot of money. Doug McDermott has agreed to a three year, $42 million deal with the San Antonio Spurs. Kyle Lowry is agreeing to sign uh, with the Miami Heat. TJ McConnell, four years, $35 million. Going back to Indiana. Uh, Jared Allen has agreed to a five-year, $100 million deal to resign with Cleveland. I don't get that. Jamichael Green has agreed to a two-year, $17 million deal to go back to Denver. Jimmy Butler is uh, signing a max contract with the Miami Heat, four years, $184 million. Uh, that's per the cap experts. Uh, and then uh, Boban, Obaban. Boban. Yes. With, uh, is going to re-sign with the Dallas Mavericks. Mike Conley, of course, going back to Utah Jazz. Tim Hardway Jr. has agreed to a four-year, $72 million deal to return back to Dallas. Lonzo Ball, four years, $85 million to the Windy City, home of the Chicago Bulls. Saucy. Uh, the NBA is doing fine financially, apparently. <laughs> fine enough for these kinds of deals. Uh, and I think it's a lot of this is projecting for the future. I think part of it is, you know, looking at guaranteed money from TV contracts. But uh, there was some thought that the NBA in free agency might not be as aggressive with some of these contracts because of the last year and a half, or the last two seasons that they had to go through. But 
apparently they're doing okay for at least the first round of free agents being discussed within the first hour of free agency being available um, today. Um, so some pretty big deals. And really, the, the, the top line, highest profile free agents in the last hour, elite point guards, AJ. Yeah, I would agree with that. Absolutely agree with that. And uh, DeMar DeRozan is still on the clock. Uh, Otto Porter Jr. is not there. I guess Victor Aladipo is still on the clock as well. Danny Green, they're supposedly, and surprise, surprise, the Lakers are interested in Danny Green. Why did someone put out a report the Lakers are interested in anybody who's played an NBA All-Star game ever? Shaq, Akimo Wajuan, <laughs> John Stott. I mean, they're just interested in everybody. Uh, 1570, text into the Gil Mortgage text line here. 435-339-0321 if you want to text in. He says, do you guys think the Jazz have decided to go with Doc for a backup center? I think they have because he is already on the roster and they are looking for either a backup point guard or a stretch four. Defensively, with, is it Doak or Doc? Doak. Thank you. They will, ha- they will be decent. He plays with a lot of intensity and could be the energy guy they need at times. I'm not entirely like 100% confident in Doak, but you know what? If they are, good for him. Um, uh, it's a, it's a fair question. And I think it's something worth discussing. Uh, I think a need that still needs to be addressed for the jazz. I don't know that they need a big center that's going to fill a lane and protect the rim and block shots and be there for lob dunks. But I think that they need a stretch four. uh, somebody I with, too. with the, they can I play in too. small lineups yep. that can be around in different positions on the court. I absolutely agree with because you that's the way the NBA is shifting. That's where the Jazz struggled in the playoffs, um, and the, that's the Jazz need that type of guy that can, when needed, protect the rim, but also play out on the perimeter. Now, it's easier said than done, but there are a few of those types of guys out there. Whether the Jazz can afford them, that's the big question. Uh, someone just Adam Bushman just tweeted out this, Eric, in regards of the Conley contract situation. Conley, three years, $23 million per year at 33 years old. He actually proves your point right. Chris Paul, four years, $30 million per year at 36 years old. Kyle Lowry, three years, $30 million per year at 35 years old. Maybe I'm being too harsh. Maybe maybe they did get a major discount on it, on, on Mike Conley. I think it's a good, appropriate amount of money to send to Mike Conley for how he's helped this team. Uh, the other point guard, I don't know that I'm ready to call him elite just yet, but uh, Lonzo Ball, a very good point guard, mm. going to the Chicago Bulls. He's going to make a ton of money. Five three seven four. You dropped a one hour while I was on vacation. I came home. I came home heartbroken and disappointed to hear the odd couple every day. Thank you for being back. Well, thank you for coming <laughs> back to us. Five three seven four. It's great to have you. It's great to be back for two hours too. We uh. We got Aggie Football Media Day coming up on Thursday. Eric, myself, Al Lewis, we're sending the whole band there. Uh, Blake Anderson will have his press conference at 12, and then there's one-on-one player interviews and such with assistant coaches and players that uh, we'll be able to take care of. Doug Hoffman's going to be a very busy man again. That's on Thursday, and we'll have all the audio for you. We'll even post it online so you have it there as well. Uh, But that's on Thursday. And then fall camp for the Aggie starts on Friday. Uh, and all practices. Now, this is interesting because Coach Blake Anderson has said all the practices would be open and has now flipped that and said, no, the practices will be closed now. 
and only the two scrimmages, which is August 14th and 21st. 21st is Aggie Family Fun Football Day or something like that. Uh, those are the only two scrimmages that will be open. Media is allowed to go uh, to these practices and, and will be available after practice, I guess, for the players. But no fans. That's interesting. He swapped that pretty quickly. Yeah, and uh, it's an interesting move. I, I think that... Uh, I think it bothers fans more than anything because the fans want to be able to go and see the team. And I get it, too. Yeah, I, I do, too. I mean, it's it's a great um, opportunity to create your own opinions of how things are going and how players are, are how they perform and see how they handle themselves in a practice setting. It gives you your own uh, ability to kind of come to your own conclusions rather than just relying on a few media outlets. But um, and, and look, there, there's great fans here that follow oh, the Utah awesome. State football team, yep. and they want to you know, sneak away from work for a little bit and go watch some yeah, football. I agree. See how this team's coming together. Yeah, it, it's a bummer. Uh, again, that's Coach A's decision. But yeah, so their fall camp starts Friday. Practices are closed except for the two scrimmages, 14th and 21st. 14th scrimmage is at 11 a.m., and then the Aggie Family Fun Day is at uh, 12 p.m. Uh, in their final scrimmage before they get tuned up for the Washington State Cougars, uh, September fourth at eight o'clock at night, Mountain Time. One five seven zero says realistically, Eric, what stretch four could they target? I think they are looking at a trade of some kind. Would Eric Pascal be that target? It's not a stretch four though, huh? He's not really a stretch four. He's six six. So that wouldn't be it. So if you're going small, small lineup. I mean, if you, that's your power forward, not your center, but. Um, no, Bobby Portis. I don't know that they can afford him. No way. He's going to be nah. I They're, think the Milwaukee would do what they can to try to keep him. But hey, I think what about Otto Porter Jr.? I guess it'd have to be a trade. But Otto yeah, Porter an, Jr. would have been great. Well, he's he's uh, he's just coming out of a deal where he was making twenty six point six million, but he's definitely not worth that. Nowhere near that. No. But will he come to Utah for six million? Hmm, I highly doubt it. Andre Iguodala is a free agent. He he'll be climbing for a lot of money too. I don't know if he will. I think his value has declined significantly in the last few years. He just hasn't seen the court very much. Five seven six three. We cannot call you ASAP. We're doing a radio show. Sorry, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Hope everything's all right though. Hello. <laughs> Five seven six three. Is You're not you? answering the phone. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Mom. Send money. Uh, <laughs> oh shoot. Uh, okay. So yeah, NBA free agency. Let's we'll get back to that. Um, and we Mo got some- Harkless, by the way, just uh, forward Mo Harkless. He's yeah. going to Sacramento. Five a two year nine million dollar deal. So that might affect Nimi's ability to see the court. Uh, some of these other moves that that Sacramento has made. Um, they seem to like him, but again, he's a second rounder. So, uh, I hope he does well in the summer, um, in the summer league. Yeah. Get some attention and has some um, kind of positive reviews so he gets a chance during the regular season to see the court. Speaking of which, summer league is this weekend, isn't it, if I'm not mistaken? Well, the Jazz are going to be doing, uh, they're hosting their own uh, games in Salt Lake City. Uh, the Jazz are fielding two separate teams, teams. Yeah. And then there are two other teams who will be there. Uh, team, what is it? Team White. Yeah. For the Jazz. 
features some guys that are already with the Jazz or were recently with Utah. Uh, the other team is like nobody that has a connection to the Jazz at all. Hey, by the way, I, I wanted to ask you, Matt Thomas is being released. Um, the Utah Jazz front office has made some really dumb decisions. How dumb was that one to sign Matt Thomas on a trade? I don't know that it was. I'm critical of the front office. I really I, am. Well. As look, I should be. You Second round pick, you don't know what you're going to get. Matt Thomas, you, you knew what you were getting with Matt Thomas. I think there was a hope that he would develop into more. Um, and it, uh, it getting a sure thing versus an unsure thing is what they did. And Matt Thomas didn't work out. I don't know if that was uh, another one of those instances of Quinn Snyder saying, you forced a player on to me that I don't really want or don't really see how they fit in, so I'm not going to play him. Or if Matt Thomas just didn't really do enough defensively or what. I don't know why that didn't work out. But um, I, I wasn't overly critical when they made that deal. Uh, but if you're just going to wave a guy after making a deal like that, then that signals that, yeah, it didn't work out and you're admitting a mistake. Jeff Green, former Utah Jazz man, is headed back to the Mountain Zone. Uh, he signed for two years, $10 million with the Denver Nuggets. That's a good pickup for them. Uh, Kyle Lowry, it's, it's, uh, league sources are confirming to Miami Heat beat that the Heat are sending Goran Dragic, uh, Precious Achua, and a future second round pick in the sign and trade for Kyle, for Kyle Lowry. Okay. So they agreed to a sign and trade, huh? That's nice of them. And they will send Goran Dragic for Kyle Lowry any day. Oh my gosh. What an upgrade. Oh, Miami. Yeah. No kidding. Right. Goodness uh, gracious! By the way, the uh, the Jazz summer league roster. Here's that was what I was looking for. Yeah, here's the roster. Thank so there's you. the white team and a and a blue team. Brian Bailey's going to coach Jazz white. Nathan Peavy's going to coach Jazz blue. Oh, Peavy gets a chance. Good for him. So for the Jazz white, you have Doke Doku has a bouquet. Gerald Brantley. So those are current Jazz players. Uh, Trent Forrest and uh, Elijah Hughes, and then also Juwan Morgan. So those are guys who all have connections to the Utah Jazz or we've seen in Jazz uniforms. Additionally, Paul White, who was with the Salt Lake City Stars, will be there on Team Jazz White. In addition to Kyle Castlin, who's a guard, uh, Juwan Evans, Devontae Green, those are all guards, um, Dakota Mathias, um, Matt Mooney, and uh, Jaleel Tripp. So that's uh, your Jazz White squad will look like. And then for Jazz Blue, none of these guys have connections to the Jazz. Uh, Shaquan uh, Aaron, Kyle Allman, Joe Cheely, Kyle Fogg. Who, by the way, Kyle Fogg has been playing in, uh, in, in China, but he's the oldest of all these guys. He was born in 1990. In contrast that with Adoku Azabuki, who's the youngest in this group, who was born in 1999. But Kyle Fogg will be considered a rookie. Uh, DJ Funderburk, uh, Gerald Martin, Malik Newman, Justin Patton, Nate Sestina, uh, Masio Teague, and Isaiah Wright. So those are the two teams that the Jazz are fielding for their summer league. And uh, two other teams will be there. Um, who are those other teams? Is it San Antonio? Yeah, San Antonio is one. Of they, and they usually participate with them. Is is it the 76ers? They've brought a team here the last two years and, and had them play in that. I don't know who the other team is. 
Uh, Memphis. Oh, it is Memphis, it's Memphis. this year. Okay. So the, tomorrow, it's Memphis versus Jazz Blue at 5. And at 7, it'll be San Antonio versus Jazz White. On Wednesday, it'll be San Antonio versus Jazz Blue at 5. Memphis versus Jazz White at 7. And then on Friday at 5, San Antonio versus Memphis. And at 7, Jazz Blue versus Jazz White. And then they head to Las Vegas, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Jazz, the, the Las Vegas League starts next week. Uh, according to Barry Jackson, per source that Heat tonight have shown interest in Milwaukee's Bobby Portis, but he's looking for more than $9.5 million in mid-level, which is all the Heat have to offer. <laughs> yeah, that would do it. Yeah, I, I think that takes him out of Utah's price range that, Oh, well. absolutely it does. Uh, hey, can I go to baseball really quickly? Really cool. Uh, Joe Adele, who leads the league in AAA in home runs, like 27, I think, uh, just been smashing it. The one big issue he's had is outfield like he just can never make an easy catch well he's been called up from the Salt Lake Bees he's headed to Anaheim to go play for the Angels so that's uh, that's pretty cool Joe Odell he's been playing a lot of his time here with the uh with the Bees is now headed up to uh, Anaheim to go play with the Angels so good for him that's that's pretty awesome very cool all right we got to call time out here on the full court press more to continue about free agency in the NBA as it uh, started at four o'clock already uh, was John Hollinger reporting 22 free agent contracts been signed so far. A couple of trades, uh, a couple of uh, big extensions a- as well. So it's still going on. It's only been open for maybe an hour and 20 minutes, and a lot of deals already been uh, discussed and consummated. So we'll continue to discuss that, where the Jazz might go from here. Uh, also coming up, in a conversation with Coach Randy Kearns, the new head coach for the Mountain Crest Mustangs and their football team. Their season gets underway next week. Uh, preview him and uh, what he has observed so far. He's from Ohio and uh, comparing the talent here to what he used to see when he was in Ohio and what the Mustangs might look like for this upcoming season. Stay tuned. That's coming up here on the Full Court Press. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job, helped me pay for my house. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also... Colin Cowherd. There's not as many smart people as you think. You know, it's just a reality. It'd be a no-brainer if you said, you know, hey, you got a chance to get uh, Wayne Gretzky on your team or you get a chance to have Michael Jordan on your team. Oh, we don't need him. You know, no thanks. We're, we're good. Yes, he is Wayne Gretzky and he is Michael Jordan. And um, he's right. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. This is Ryan at My Mattress. We all know some of the side effects of not sleeping well, forgetfulness, inability to focus, bad driving, hallucinations now and again. Does this sound familiar? City of Lewiston? Lewiston. We at My Mattress care about you and your well-being. Prove all the other cities wrong and show them that you do care about better sleep and buy a mattress at My Mattress. If you're sleep deprived and can't remember where we're located, we're at 981 South Main by the South Walmart, Lewiston. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? Wonder if you should get tested for colorectal cancer? Well, it's the second leading cancer killer in the U.S. And screening helps prevent it. So if you're 50 or older, it's time. 
Even if it doesn't run in your family, most often colorectal cancer occurs in people with no family history. And it doesn't always cause symptoms, especially early on. So don't wait for symptoms to get tested. Screening helps prevent the disease by finding precancerous polyps so they can be removed. Remove the polyp, prevent the cancer. Screening also helps find colorectal cancer early when treatment works best. You might be thinking, oh no, not that test. But here's the thing, you have options. There's more than one screening test. Talk to your doctor to find the one that's right for you. No more excuses. If you're over 50, get tested because colorectal cancer screening really does save lives. A message from HHS and CDC's Screen for Life campaign. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Ajay, I know it's only been open for less than an hour and a half. Okay. But a team that I haven't seen on this, uh, well, opening for free agency in the NBA, I haven't seen anything about Portland. Oh, yeah. Damian Lillard was very clear. (laughs) I want to see you be aggressive. (laughs) I bet you Damian Lillard calls the GM. Hey, uh, I'm seeing these guys on uh, on the market. Man, they're not getting offered a lot of money. I think we could offer him. Sorry, man. I'm in uh, Cabo. What do you want? Uh, it's free agency. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, good for them. Good for them. See you later, man. Yeah. Does uh, does uh, Damian Lillard oh, return man. from the Olympics wearing a different team jersey? And I'm not talking about Team USA. Um, because well, like we said, it's only an hour and a half in. Yeah, but dude, but the biggest names are off the board. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the now, problem. Finding some people around him. He doesn't necessarily need a a big name, but he needs good complimentary players. Yep, I would agree. Um, so the first round know. of free agency is happening, and then I think as teams realize they didn't get the guys that they wanted, then I think we'll get into a, a trading period, and uh, still a lot more to go. And the Jazz may be involved in that trading situation. Uh, 1570 text in says, I think the Jazz got a steal on draft night. Uh, what current uh, or former player does Butler remind you of? I think he could be a Jimmy Butler type player. Uh, Jimmy's a little bit more athletic. I mean, I, I know we're in the NBA, but Jimmy's a little bit more a- athletic than Jared is. Oh. Well, that's a good question. I, I'll be honest, I didn't watch a ton of him play in college. I, I watched his run bit. in the Final Four yeah. and uh, in some of the games during the NCAA tournament. But I'll be honest, I didn't watch a ton of uh, Baylor basketball this year. So I would almost hard say for me C- to give a qualified answer. CJ McCollum. That can be an aggressive shooter when he wants to be. can get to the lane really well. Good handles on the dribble. Plays okay defense. That's probably his biggest weakness. Offensively, he's a stud. Hey, uh, two six zero three text into the show wants to flip back to the gridiron. Eric, he asked the question: Who do we think the starting quarterback is for Utah State when the season starts? Logan Bonner. I'm uh, going I think to just be Logan I, it will be Logan Bonner, and I say that with not opinion, but fact. Logan, unless there's some major setback injury wise, which we hope that doesn't happen again. Logan Bonner is your starting quarterback come September fourth against Washington State. We didn't see him in the spring; he was recovering from an injury, but um, kind of. Reading the tea leaves, we'll put it that way. Yep. Uh, I think it's 
pointing definitely his uh, direction. And I've had a couple of conversations with with coaches and such and, and others, and yeah, it's it's a pretty unanimous thought that Logan Bonner is going to be the starting quarterback for the Utah State Aggies, which I'm, I'm not at all surprised, to be honest with you, as it should be. Yeah. Uh, really quickly, uh, any surprises so far in free agency? I know, like you said, we're only an hour into this, but... Uh, uh, there's, I mean, Kyle Lowry going to Miami. Um, that, uh, really? That, that surprises me a little bit. I know that there was a, a a potential location for him, but still, um, I, I think as much as seeing some of these players sticking around where they were, Bobby Portis. Yeah, how uh, about Chris that? Two Paul, years, nine million dollars. Yeah, he's going to stay with Milwaukee. Nine million. So you take him off the board for the Jazz. I think that was kind of a long shot anyway. Uh, but Chris Paul, the kind of money he's getting. Um, Mike Connolly. Lonzo Ball going to Chicago. I think that was a little bit of a surprise. And the type of money he's going to get. Yeah. Well, though, you know what? 9463 agrees with you, too, that he earned it. Yes, he did. That's yes, And, and did. Dan Clayton agrees with you on that as well. Yeah. Gary Trent Jr., three years, $54 million. He'll return back to Toronto. Boy, Rich Paul has got me making bank right now with some of these deals, dude. Gary Trent Jr., three years, $54 million. Furkan Korkmaz, three-year, $15 million to stay with uh, really? 76ers. Good for him. So wow. there's, there's been a little bit of player movement, but um, by and large, a lot of these guys are sticking around where they were before. So I think that's probably my biggest surprise so far is that um, not a lot of guys moving different places. Um, uh, Dallas has been a little bit aggressive. Trying to get some shooters around Luka Doncic. Um, Zach Collins, apparently he's uh, got a three-year, $22 million deal with the Spurs. What? Really? Yeah. So it's going to continue through the evening and really for the next couple of days. Um, there's uh, seems to be some – I saw some other uh, reports – that Alex Caruso is probably going to be on the move. Yeah, I would imagine now. Yeah, absolutely. If Danny Green does come back to the Lakers, I think Caruso's the odd man out. So, hey, and how big was it? And I know it sucked, but losing Derek Favors on a trade, freeing up that $13 million in cap space to get Mike Conley, we're at $68 million for three years. Ends up being kind of a bargain, I guess, is what many think for uh, for him and for the Jazz. Yeah, I don't know that I'd say it's a bargain, but I think it's an appropriate amount. I think if it was in that $75 million, a three-year 75, then that starts to make me feel a little more uncomfortable about how aggressive the Jazz were trying to be to keep him. Hmm. But um, yeah, Jazz uh, uh, sent an offer to Mike Connolly, and he, on his own social media, reporting uh, that he's, just, he's coming back, he's going to stick around in Utah. So I think that really helps the Jazz, and I think that sends a strong signal too to other free agents and other other players in the league. Like this is just Jazz Club; they get and keep good players, and they develop good players too. Hey, by the way, I'm reading some of this press conference from Texas President Jay Hartzell. As Texas is obviously going to the SEC, well, I'll ask you that rumor after. But he says clearly that Texas reached out to the SEC. 
not the other way around. Texas called SEC. So if you're the Big 12, you got to be even bothered by that much, much more. At Texas was making phone calls about going to another conference. Well, that's what SEC has said all along. Like We did not initiate this. ESPN also saying they didn't initiate it. It was Texas and Oklahoma uh, together leading that charge to make that move. And then what do you think about the uh, old uh, crappy rumor? And it's there's no way it's true that Clemson and Florida State reached out to the SEC. Yeah, I think that's – I don't believe that. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. I would agree with you on that one. Uh, 9315 text in. How much is RJ worth in free agency now that he won pick six today? <laughs> hey, so do, by the way, and Eric, I know you're going to try and, and try to back away from it, but you can't. It is high stakes pick six this week. You agreed. That's if what whoever loses, the listeners get to pick our punishment. All right? So you might have to get your chest waxed. <laughs> Well, I don't remember saying that it was high stakes pick yes, six results this yes, week. Yes, yes, you did. You said, oh, that's a great idea to open up season 19 of the full court press. High stakes pick six, baby. You win one week and it's like, oh, we got to change the world now. No, it's to open. I mean, we got to get saucy. We got to be, you got to do this right. I mean, it's our first week of pick six and two hour show. New season. We got to do this right. You're terrified of losing, aren't you? Yeah, you are going to have to get your chest waxed. I'm not afraid. Yeah, you are, because you're like, I don't remember saying that. <laughs> we'll have to roll the tape on. Hey, if we said it, I'll... Yeah, we said it. Oh, now i got to go back I don't, and find it? I don't remember it oh, being for baloney. the results for this week. That I is, thought it was okay, picking well, this in the first week back with a full two-hour show. Yeah, that's what we remember. Yes, oh, and so I So it's think, after this Thursday's pick six. Yeah, like whoever wins this upcoming pick six on Monday... They have to accept their punishment. Yes. I do, yes, not, I do yes. not recall that. Well, that is bad we'll memory. Go back and listen to it. I think it was off air. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's getting even more convenient. Yeah. What? No, it's not convenient. It's just how it is. Oh, crap. We got to get out of here. We got to get to a, uh, an interview. Yeah, let's do this. We got to take a quick time out. And when we come back on the other side, we'll come back with uh, Coach Randy Kearns. He is the new head football coach at the Mountain Crest Mustangs and uh, arrived in Logan in June. And so he's been putting a coaching staff together and analyzing the players that he has and trying to figure out what he'll he'll have to compete with and um, really high praise for the Mustangs and how things are going in Hiram. So we'll hear from him coming up next on the Full Court Press. Clear the road. We have supplies inbound. Are you a problem solver? The Air National Guard never shies from tomorrow's problems. We run to them. Ready for world-class military training and global missions? Help us design the blueprint for a better future. Serve close to home and build the life you want with the Air National Guard. Visit us at GoANG.com or call us at 1-800-T-O-G-O-A-N-G. Western Extermination is your simple solution for lawn care and pest control. Your yard is meant to be enjoyed without bugs like ants and wasps, mosquitoes, and spiders, plus rodents that chew up your lawn and garden. Western Extermination offers fertilization to keep your lawn green and healthy and to keep weeds away. Rodents, dairy flies, and mosquitoes cause a problem when trying to enjoy the outdoors. You can count on Western Extermination to exterminate the problem. Ask about military and advance pay discounts, residential and commercial properties, curb-to-curb services. Western Extermination has you covered. 512-0014. That's 512 512-0014. 1-4 for Western Extermination. 
If you want to hit a home run or score a touchdown when it comes to your vehicle's maintenance, get your oil changed at Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Preventative maintenance is huge in your game plan to keep your vehicle on the road. Not only do we change your oil, but we can also provide other services like recharging your air conditioning. Stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan, across from Angie's. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. So the Mountain Crest Mustangs have a new head football coach. We've had the opportunity to speak to him before when the announcement was made several months ago. Randy Kearns coming from Ohio to Hiram to be the new coach of the Mustangs. And uh, now, Coach, you've been able to spend some time with these players, assemble your staff. Uh, The season is right around the corner for everybody. Um, First of all, just what has been the reception so far uh, now that you've moved here and you've been able to start working with with these players and assemble your staff. Well, thanks guys for having me on again, man. It seems like it has been a good period of time. It seems like a two years ago when we did an interview back in like early February. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, honestly, the reception has been great here. Um, really, administration has been administration has been real supportive of what we're doing. Um, people here, and you guys know this because of the history of this place. They want a winner. You know, they're supporting. They want to support a winner. Um, so that's been great. I, I mean, and my coaching staff come together, kind of had some uh, guys come on board, go and then get off board. There's been some changes in the district that have prevented coaches from coaching here and things like that. But we're rounded out with a really solid staff. I'm really pleased um, with their adjustments because it's a lot different from for a lot of those guys that have been around the area for a while. Yeah, so- um, and then the kids, the kids have been outstanding. I, we, I mean, I have really enjoyed the kids. I, I know even Coach Wise, when I got the job in December, he said, man, you're really going to love the kids. Um, and he, he definitely was not lying. I really love the kids. They've really gotten after it. They've done everything I've asked. So what does your coaching staff look like at this point? Uh, we got, uh, what, uh, nine, ten total coaches on varsity. Um, we got four, four or five on, on freshmen. Um, but basically we got – I'm going to – I had a – um, offensive coordinator set for a couple months there in the winter and the spring, but he actually took a job, a head coaching job in Twin in Twin Falls up there. No, uh, yeah, Twin Falls, and um, uh, about three months ago. So I became the de facto um, offensive coordinator at that point. Um, I got uh, Matt Webb is going has been a, um, out of the coaching for a couple years, um, but he's back on. He's back in now. He's a he's our defensive coordinator. He's running that defense kind of along with Chad Olson, who's been a you know a twenty year plus coach in this district here. Um, and we got uh, Heath Worley coming over from Logan back in the in the heydays under Coach Favero back there. He's going to coach. He's coaching part of our defensive line. Devin Budge is a part of our defensive line. Um, and I got a couple returning. Uh, I probably got the most returning coaches on offense. Um, we got uh, Junior Pujutau has been a. And uh, Bracken Atkinson has been have been on staff for a couple of years here. They've done a great job. Ron Schwab, he's been our freshman coach for the last three or four years. He's coming up to do running backs for us. Um, and then we got uh, Chris Baldwin coming on board. He's kind of a um, a longtime community member here who really I've been really impressed with so far. So, and that's kind of where we're at. I've been re- really really pleased. It's that's been the probably honestly, man, that's probably been the biggest adjustment that I was looking forward to is not the kids. The kids are kids. They'll do. You know, um, everybody knows how to, most 
coaches know how to relate to kids and how to get the most out of them. Um, and I knew I could tell from what the kids were doing in the summer, they were bought in. So I didn't really think that would be an issue. But when we started our camp, even late January, you're like, all right, are these coaches going to do what I expect? You know, how much am I going to have to coach and, and um, um, change these guys a little bit, work with these guys a little bit? Yeah, I remember in our conversations with you in the wintertime that um, you were more interested in coaches and their their attitudes uh, towards sure. the students and uh, the the athletes and uh, kind of right. the, the mindset more than what maybe their experience was. So do right. you feel like you've got that collection of coaches with what you had in mind or what you hope to have in mind? I really do. I mean, it's these guys, I mean, and I think that <laughs> you guys probably do this too and most other cash rally coaches, but you're probably not coaching in Utah for money. So, <laughs> so it's kind of, you have to be in this for the right reasons. And they definitely are. It's just a matter of coaches. You know, I've always felt even as a, as a player for sure, but even as a coach, if you're not enjoying it, if you're not having fun, why are you doing it? You know what I mean? Life's too short for that stuff to hate what you're doing. So we've, I've kind of had to bring out a little bit of a little bit of pep, a little bit of zest and, and juice out of these coaches. Um, that maybe what maybe wasn't there in the past. Um, but they've definitely, um, you have some, not resistance, but there's like, man, this is what I need to do. What? I mean, that's not what I'm used to, but uh, they've really turned it on here. I'm really pleased. You know, we're talking to Randy Kearns, his new head coach at Mountain Crest football team. And uh, coach, talking about doing a reset with the coaching staff, but also sure. trying to reset this team. It's a, it's a program that has a, a rich history of success. Right. And uh, you, you touched on that you're, you've been pleased with the players and how they're they're buying into this. So what, what does that mean? What does that roster look like for you right now? I know you've got um, uh, quite a bit of a, you know, some returning experience on that offensive line, which is always right. helpful, and a returning quarterback. Uh, but right. what does what that look looking like so far as you're building towards the start of the season here soon? Well, honestly, coming out here, I didn't move out here until June, until June 10th, June 11th. So I kind of didn't really know. I was like, all right, well, we'll see what, see what it's all about out here, you know, and see what I got. I've been really pleased with the talent level. I think there's plenty, I think there's plenty of talent here. Um, and I think we definitely, um, there's plenty, but plenty of talent, but it's got to be harvested. It's got to be taken in the, right, in the right direction. It's got to be coached every day, you know. So that's kind of been our focus as far as in building a positive, um, enjoyable culture. Um, the kids I've had to, I've been having to, since we started camp in, in July, I'm really having to, I live in West Haven, so I'm really having to kick kids out of here, out of the locker room, kicking kids off the field, even after a two and a half, three hour practice. Um, so it's, I think that's a really good indication of kind of where we are and kind of where the kids are and, and, and their enjoyment and, and how they feel. I think that they're getting better. Um, but yeah, we got, got some experience in the trenches, um, you know, like numerous guys returning to there's three or four guys up front that are returning that played a lot of either didn't start every game, but started a lot of games last year, maybe um, Preston Lofthouse, a quarterback. I've been very, very impressed with just as a person and, and with his work ethic and leadership. Uh, um, but he's a really good athlete, a quarterback. Um, we give him, I think we give him some protection. We give him some uh, solid run game. I think he can really do some stuff for us. Um, defensively, defensively, um, that's kind of been our focus because you can't give up 55 points. You can't give up 40 plus points to win games, you know? So um, that's kind of really been our focus. We have a lot of, we have a lot of kids that are hard nosed. I've really been impressed with that. I haven't had to say like, do you want to hit somebody or anything like that? Like these kids have really gotten after on defense. I'm really stepping up. I mean, it's like, man, I blew the whistle. Stop, stop hitting each other. So it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. 
What uh, as uh, as you were a coach for uh, a lot of years in uh, in Ohio? What what's right. been that? Um, you know, it's kind of the comparing and maybe contrasting the talent level, what you were used to and what you're seeing so far in Hiram. Um, a lot of the, I think it's very similar, probably even more so here. I think there's, there's a lot of talent here. I've been real impressed with the athleticism, the bodies and the work ethic of guys. I mean, and the, what I've been probably the most impressed with compared to my past jobs has been, I think the ability of, of the kids to kind of self-diagnose and to take coaching and self-diagnose like, here's what I did wrong. They know what they did wrong. And you know what I mean? So it's like, that's kind of what's been the most impressive. A lot of times, especially the type of schools I've been at before, you're like, you have to tell kids 95 times. <laughs> it's like, man, you finally got it, you know? Um, but our kids here, I've been really pleased with. I mean, once or twice, you're coaching them, you're explaining it to them. And then they, even if they mess up, they know what they messed up on. So it's kind of, that's been really, really pleasing to me. Um, but, uh, but uh, yeah, outside of that, I mean, you honestly don't have enough time for me to go into the differences between the biggest thing. The biggest thing for me has been the rules in Utah, and a lot of the the way things are done here, I haven't understood, or maybe I don't agree with, or maybe I'm just not used to. You know, so that's mm. got, you honestly don't have enough time for me to go into all that stuff. But uh, <laughs> it's been quite the eye opening experience. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to have another segment on that maybe at a, a later <laughs> date. So you get a special segment on that. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I um this uh your team not only are you uh, uh trying to come together and, and reset a culture and, and uh bring a lot of new people together and understanding what's expected of this new head coach but you, you sure. guys got to try to prove yourselves pretty early on uh, with a pretty grueling schedule all your non-region games are against uh, uh the 5A schools so right. a, a higher level of competition typically speaking but uh, how do you feel like that could be a good barometer and a good test to get you ready for what Region 11 may have to offer? Oh, yeah. I, I was, we were just talking about that as coaching staff, but, you know, kind of where we are. And I rely on a lot of my coaches, like, okay, where are we compared to where we've been in the past or, you know, other teams in the Valley, et cetera. Um, I think of, of most of our coaches really kind of like how we can stack up against some of the region teams, at least uh, be in the games and create a high level of competition there. But, uh, we were shocking, like on Friday, like, man, that schedule, our schedule is just brutal. I mean, it is an absolute bear. You look at, we replaced Hillcrest. It was a game you wanted to keep, unfortunately, <laughs> but they, uh, they had to change the region. They had to change their schedule. So we had Maple Mountain on week 10, which is, I mean, a really good program down there. So that's not really a fair trade, but <laughs> it was either them or Orem, I think. So I was like, okay, but, uh, <laughs> we, we, yeah, so we got, um, Stansbury opening up with, which is a good program. It's on the road. It's a long drive. It's a first game with a new staff. We did not do any scrimmages this summer because of just kind of how far behind we were. So that's going to be really a good barometer to see where we are and see what we got to improve upon. But then you go, you know, Box Elder, I mean, Highland, all those schools. It's like, man, it's just going to be, there isn't one game you look at and be like, man, we can really take it to this team. I mean, it's going to be an absolute brutal, brutal uh, 10 games for sure. So when uh, when you have a preseason like that or a pre-region, I guess I should say, do you feel like is that normally how you'd like to do it? Go up against some tougher competition, you may get some uh, bruises and have to lick some wounds here and there. But once you go through that, uh, it helps prepare you better for region play. Or would you rather the schedule maybe help you ease into region play, maybe with some lower level competition? I and mean, how do you generally like to put a schedule together? Honestly, I think we'd like a, like a decent balance there. You know, you'd like a game or two where you think you can 
see success and the kids can get confident, but you also want to challenge yourselves as well to see, to see where you're at. And, and uh, especially with as good as the region 11 is up here. I mean, it's going to be, uh, these schools are fighting for, there's numerous schools here fighting for to get to the state finals every year. So, I mean, I, I don't think we're, we definitely should be ready. I think, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you'd like to, I think I'd like to see a little bit more balance going in the future. Well, Coach, we wish you the best of luck. Exciting to see what this uh, new era for Mountain Crest football looks like under your direction. And uh, the the season opener on the road at Stansbury coming up on August uh, 13th. Best of luck. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Behind Utah's most successful businesses is a whole lot of technology making them run. Behind that technology is Les Olson Company, your local office technology partner. With everything from copiers and printers to IT services, and even computers and document management software, Les Olson Company has all the tools your business needs to do more. Need office technology? Partner with Les Olson Company. Visit lesolson.com slash tech. Les Olson Company. This is Mark Thurston from White Pine Funeral Services. On behalf of all of us here at White Pine, we want to thank the community of Cache Valley for your support this past year. Thank you for selecting us as a silver winner for the best of Northern Utah. We look forward to many more years of working with you here in our community. We know you have a choice and we hope you will consider White Pine Funeral Services. If you have questions about cremation, funerals, or planning ahead, please contact us or visit whitepinefunerals.com. White Pine Funeral Services. shall we talk about you're listening to the doug gottlieb show what now chris paul he can opt out he could become a free agent he could stay there i'm not somebody who says you should give him 30 plus million for three years because the reality is he didn't play against the best of the best to get to the nba finals and eventually the nba finals wore him down that's just the reality the doug gottlieb show weekday afternoons from one to four on sports talk radio 1069 fm 1390 a.m the fan Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. I'm excited for this new era of the Mountain Crest football. Me too. And it's it's needed such a an overhaul for quite with all due respect to Coach Jason Lee, he wasn't getting the job done. And uh, I, I think kids agreed with that assessment very heavily. Uh, 1534 Eric, he texted in. Where did he coach in Ohio? I want to say it was Fayesville, Ohio. Uh, I think it's where he was at, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm not sh- That doesn't sound All right. like you were like, oh, yeah, look at me, I know. <laughs> Fine. No, I'll just... find it out myself. Randy Kern, football coach. No. Oh, Fairborn, Ohio. Sorry. Okay. Yep. Fairborn, or Fairborn, Ohio. It's basically central Ohio is pretty much where he was, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. I've never heard of Fairborn. If that was in my mission, I'm going to feel really bad. He coached a couple different spots. Um, he's he's not that old. He's still, no, he's, he's pretty young, young coach. Dude, he's, and he's a He's going to be a great fit. I've I've talked to some players' parents and asked a, a couple of administration staff just about him, and they like him, Eric, a lot. It's and, and don't expect a major change in year one. It's going to take some time. Give them that time, and I think they'll get themselves back on track, back to where Mountain Crest football used to be. I mean, I, and I'm looking forward to that. 
to be very honest with you. Yeah, and and I think that uh, he's coming in with the right attitude, but with how he's assembling his coaching staff, like, look, we've, uh, I, I want to, uh, he's putting a priority on how they, how this coaching staff deals with kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, and their coaching experience will come. Um, so uh, trying to have an attitude shift, kind of a reset there in uh, in Hiram. So I, I hope they do well. They're really the wild card because not a lot of people know how he coaches, which his style is, how this team's going to come together. Makes it difficult to prep for the guy. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, can we announce that we are uh, broadcasting the scrimmages this Friday on the air? Uh, well, there's still some details to okay, be worked so- out as to where those games might I may Air. or may not have just outspoken myself. No, I think we we're got a new way of doing our broadcasts this year, and so we wanted to test some equipment and how it's going to work. But uh, exactly where those scrimmages will be aired is still to be determined. So we'll just when we get closer, we are not broadcasting anything. We'll let you know. We have no idea what you just heard. Uh, again, just recapping. <laughs> Don't give me that disappointment look. Re- big news of the day. Utah Jazz uh, and Mike Connolly appear to agree on a three-year $68 million deal, $72.5 million <laughs> deal. Depends on who you ask. That includes taxes and, you know. I think the 72 and a half is like all incentives. Yeah, in- included. Certain yep. marks. And but that third year might have something to add on to that, so. Uh, no other deals from the Jazz just yet. Great. Your regular season champs again. Congratulations. Trevor Ariza going to the Lakers, by the way, for a one-year deal. That's that's nice. I don't know what he's going to do. He's still in the league. Yeah, he's oh, still don't, a good defender. Look, ESPN stats and info. Uh, he has held opponents in his last two seasons to 43.2% shooting as the closest defender for second spectrum. And he improved that uh, over the last few years. Mm. Hey, really quickly, before we go any further and before we close the show up, uh, Jake Hatch, who is of Locked On Cougars uh, in Salt Lake City, has reported that Utah State defensive lineman Jahazil Lee is in the transfer portal. He's the Georgia Tech guy who transferred over to Utah State this year. And without playing a single game, he's in the transfer portal. That didn't last long. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, Dwight Howard, apparently, is going back to the Lakers. I'd hope so. (laughs) I mean, you look at it and you're like, ah, you know what? Maybe playing in L.A. is a good idea right now. He didn't do a bad job as a backup to uh, Embiid. I wasn't saying he did a bad job. I'm saying the Sixers team is a reason why you would leave. No. Do you want to shoot with, uh, do you want to go hang out with Mr. uh, Can't Make a Freebie? Or go with the greatest player in the modern era. Me too. Uh, so all, wait, all the all the free agents that supposedly in the last two hours that are going to the uh, the, the Lakers were all Lakers before. Uh huh. Reza Howard. I think Danny Green will be heading back. He was also in Philadelphia. He was in L.A. He's been everywhere. Uh, Wayne Ellington is the other one. Dude, Danny Green has the life. He went to San Antonio, won a title. Went to Toronto, won a title. Went to L.A., won a title. Went to Philadelphia, Ben Simmons screws it up, so you go back to L.A. Cool. <laughs> Not a bad gig. Not a bad gig. No. 
Hey, uh, coming up on uh, future editions of the Full Court Press this week, uh, we'll have conversations with other head football coaches in Region 11 as we continue to preview the upcoming season. Uh, Coach Travis Cox for Ridgeline, Coach Craig Ander from Green Canyon. They've already been confirmed. We're still working on on, on uh, others. Continue to keep an eye on what's going on with free agency in the NBA. Uh, the Olympics continue. Uh, shifting into some of the other uh, uh, track and field events this week. Uh, speed climbing, we'll see that this week. And uh, the now starting to get into the quarterfinals and um, starting to get a little bit more interesting with basketball as well. So I think it's going to be shape up to a, a fun week for the Olympics. And uh, we'll continue to keep an eye on it and let you know as it proceeds. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.